Welcome back to the Rabbit Hole Sports Show. I'm Jake Hart. With me, as always, you have Preston Poole, Preston Poole 405, and Chris Baker at Rabbit Rabbit Hole. So and this week Vegas was... Here. And at the Baker's here. Almost forgot. I had to slip it in there real quick. <laughs> uh, uh, last week was interesting. You know, uh, I attended the game. There was a lot of crazy things going on. Uh, I kind of wish I had a little TV to watch the OU game. The only thing that would load for me is the little play-by-play. So I was stressing out about that game, and and uh, a lot of crazy things happened. Um, so, I mean, I, you guys were good? Just me jump into straight Oklahoma State? What happened? Yeah, real quick. I mean, yeah. you guys just be uh, – if you guys don't remember last week, Jake had to leave the stream earlier, leave the show early, and his little – you know, not punishment, but like, you know, if you're going to leave the show early, you got to do something to follow up the following week. Right. So Jake opened yeah. up the show. Jake, that was a good job. Seriously. That was well, great. I, I will say though, I, I did see the, the little punch at Mike Gundy in the whole milk controversy. I understand what he meant by it. I think what he meant by it is that it's it's hard nowadays to eat healthy and gain weight and to be as big. You know, the thing is, is that you can eat healthy, do all these things and gain a bunch of size that's unnatural. And if you're unnaturally big, you know, your tendons and everything don't grow the same with you and you tend to get hurt. And that's why he believes injuries yeah. are and Jake, this is, that's also similar to the uh, the line of thinking that we typically talk about every now and then with like the nutrition and the equipment that athletes have nowadays is totally different than what it was back in the day. You know, if you think 40 years ago, they didn't track specifically, it's probably most relatable to track athletes. They didn't have the track shoes they have nowadays. And those probably helped. So, I mean, imagine if Jesse... Owens. Yeah, Jesse Owens. I was blanking on his name for a second. Jesse Owens had the track shoes they have nowadays that Usain Bolt had. I mean, imagine how much faster he would have ran, like in yeah. the nutrition and stuff and the and the well, medical and, and side, this state, all that. Yeah, and in this state, half of them were going home on the their free time and bailing hay and working on yeah. the farm and all that stuff. So. Exactly. Well, I think it's yeah, kind Jake, of that I mean, argument. Great, uh, real quick, it's like Oh, it's like real it's quick, like the subscribe whole... to the show, subscribe to the show. Yeah, I need to get ahead. that in there. Subscribe <laughs> to the show. That just do that. It really does help everyone that's been watching. We got to give a shout out. I want to get this shout out out to, uh, I don't know his name, but the dude on Twitter that is the coach at Penn or Pitt State. Oh, Cole. Uh, yeah. I actually, that was actually impressive when he was like, oh, I don't know. Let me see. And then he listed off two players that had 100 receiving yard games. They had a huge comeback. They said, pack the stadium. Shout out Pitt State. Awesome win. That sounds awesome. I didn't watch the highlights, but that sounded like the way he put it sounded awesome. So shout out <laughs> to you guys up there and uh, continued hope for your continued success, but yeah, subscribe to the show. It really does help everyone that's interacting on Twitter. It really does freaking help. Um, and, and, and we appreciate all of you guys, Jake back to it. Sorry that I cut you off. Get back right into it. Uh, but we had to get uh, that plug in there. Yeah. I think I was going to make the kind of like the Babe Ruth reference of that. Babe Ruth was fat, overweight, alcoholic. If he was healthy, what kind of numbers would he put in and everything like that? But yeah, anyway, I mean, he's the, He's the freaking Dollar General version of Shohei Otane. Yeah. Right? I mean, I mean like, <laughs> that dude's blasting off this year and throwing heaters down the center. Yeah, but, yeah, I, I think the thing is, is, you know, you do that, you put unnatural weight on, you're going to get injuries because your tendons just can't hold up. But speaking of injuries, that's, I think, what the difference was for Oklahoma State this week. I think the thing was is that we opened up the playbook. Tay, Tay Martin came back showed how big of a difference that was. I mean, we exploded for 31 points in the first half. We did let up a kick return to the house, which that was that was pretty bad. But we that got it back stings, with right? the cheap fumble. That always Oh, stings. yeah. I mean, special teams is, is one of those things that nobody gives it credit or anything when good things happen, but you get blasted when things go wrong. Jake, imagine being, I mean, speaking of kickoff returns or kick returns or whatever, I mean, the biggest return of the, I mean, as long as a return as you can have 109 yards happened in the Jacksonville, Arizona game this weekend. So shout out yeah. to that guy. Cause that was pretty freaking crazy to watch. It was insane to see that. Like they sent him out for 66 or 68 yards fucking it's short. And then he takes it to the house. I mean, that was insane, but yeah, I mean that's that's got to be a pretty big feeling. What do you think? You you know you got you guys had K State, which press I don't know if you see 
Represent. <laughs> on the schedule. You know, we're, go, we're going. You, you guys play K State, right? This coming weekend. Yeah, it's not showing up too well on my screen, but I also have purple going. Maybe just you know mix some things up. Get uh, some, yeah, to me some it looks a little going, blue so. for you. Yeah, it looks blue for you, but I hope that looks purple to you guys. Uh, Jake, how did you feel about your guys' game overall those past weekend? I mean, you guys actually, I think they, they covered the over, the over under. Um, you guys actually had an offensive showing of sorts. What do you think of that past game and then heading into Baylor? Because that's a pretty big game for you guys. That's you guys are now top 25 matchup right there. Yeah, yeah. I think um, Kansas State came in pretty hot. I think looking forward, Baylor is red hot. Like they just came off of beating Iowa State, and that's a whole other thing. But back to the K-State game, you know. Iowa State not that good this year. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I, this week, it was kind of weird of – we started off so great, but we had so many opportunities to just blow the doors off. You know, we're up 21 points with the ball with, I don't know, two minutes before halftime or a minute 30 or something like that. Could go down score, got the ball after half score. You know, we could have been up four or five possessions in the game. And somehow, again, this is the second week where we haven't scored a point in second half. But also, we haven't let the opponent score a point in the second half. So as long as we're leading by halftime, we're we're doing pretty good. <laughs> and um, so it's like it's, it's, it's like you have the offensive is on, and then oh my phone was ringing. You have offense on, and then defense was off, and then at halftime they're like, "All right, you guys take a break. You guys turn on. Let's go." Um, and that's kind of the same with you guys, Preston. I mean, OU is just not doing anything in the second half. Uh, yeah, they're not doing anything the whole did, entire like, game. So, <laughs> to be fair, they're not doing the whole game. The spread yeah. For me. Ugh, yeah. terrible. But Baylor, I mean, Jake, you guys are top 25 matchup now. I mean, that's pretty big. You guys are 4-0. I mean, Big 12 is kind of in your sights right now. Yeah, yeah. If I mean, not to get too far ahead, but Baylor, I mean, man, it's really the next three games for us will decide everything. It's Baylor, Texas, Iowa State. If we can get all those back-to-back-to-back, that'll be basically our entire season. Everybody else should be, you know, Texas Tech's not looking great. Kansas, obviously, is pretty garbage. So, you know, the thing is, is that these next three weeks, it's kind of progressively, I think if we can get past Baylor, it's, it's hard to tell right now how, great Baylor is. I think the thing is, is Baylor's just playing super well at the moment. They're, they're red hot and we'll, we'll see what happens. K-State was, it was interesting though, of Will Howard played and then Will Howard kind of got hurt. And there's a lot of ups and downs and walls in that game, but I'm kind of interested to hear Preston's on West Virginia. Cause I, I was trying to watch the game. Couldn't see it as much. I knew that West Virginia somehow scored, got a false start. And then they threw in the back of the end zone to a 6-3 wide receiver, and he dropped the ball. And there was kind of back and forth. And then uh, your kicker saved the day, apparently. Yeah, no, one of the best kickers in the country. But uh, my thoughts on the OU West Virginia is everyone's putting the blame on Spencer Rattler, and deservedly so. He didn't play great um, last week against West Virginia. But that offensive line played absolutely terrible. They didn't block anyone during that game. And – there were some other plays where receivers didn't run the right route. That interception that Rattler threw, um, I believe one of the receivers didn't run the correct route or something like that, which caused the defensive back to be able to go over and cover uh, stoops on that throw. But all around, thank God that Alex Grinch has turned the defense around in Norman because, good Lord, the only win they could have right now would be Western Carolina if that defense wasn't uh, – playing up to the ability that they are right now because it Saturday I haven't seen a game that low scoring in Norman I think ever in my entire life yeah, Jay, yeah or, uh, Preston what what do you think of the fans what was your take on that uh, I mean the thing is the fans don't know any better than I mean any there's a reason they're sitting in the stands right yeah, hundred percent. I, I mean, mean, I agree. Like here's that, the thing: if if Lincoln Riley look, knew though. Caleb Williams could run the offense better than Spencer Rattler, Caleb Williams would be out there playing quarterback right now. I agree, hundred percent. I think if if he thought you know we're gonna we have a better chance with him, he would hundred percent go to him. Uh, clearly, he doesn't. Now that could also be the wrong thing. You know, if if Spencer never pans out and he never turns things around, and then all of a sudden he does bring in Caleb Williams and he just immediately shines you know it's like 
what do you say then? Well, like, the thing is, like, you have the offensive line playing the way it is right now. Yeah, Anyone that's, no, I mean, that's is the, in that's that quarterback is gonna, right Yeah. Anyone that's in that quarterback is going to be having issues because they're going to be running for their lives and they're not going to have time to let receivers get open downfield. And that's why you're not seeing the big plays as well as defenses are taking that away from Oklahoma this year. They just simply don't have the time to let the play develop and receivers get downfield. And so that's why you have the efficiency numbers that Rattler has right now, because he's taking what the defense is giving him when he has the chance to do that. And that's why you have the offense playing the way it is. It all comes from the offensive line. If the offensive line is not playing well, then your offense is not going to be playing well. Yeah, hundred. I mean, I agree, hundred percent. Are you? I like, think they what? had like they had like fifty rushing yards. I think versus West Virginia, and that's something yeah. that I don't think has ever happened at OU. I mean, maybe yeah, in just, the nineties. You just can't have that when you're trying to be like this dominant offense. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. I mean, that offensive line is key, especially for a quarterback like Spencer Rattler. I mean, really, any any quarterback, but like they're just not playing up to the potential or actually the standard. I should say. I don't really know what their potential is. I guess because what should it be? But all right, what's your thoughts on K-State coming in? Are you guys going up to Manhattan? Like, that's going to be a tough game. I mean, if you guys lose that, that's three straight in a year. I mean, and it's – dude, I got – Jake, I don't know about you, but I think I think that's going to fucking hit. I think K-State's taking that game. I think it's just, like, all signs are pointing to it. Like, K-State just, like, over the years are just – you know, they never get anything done, but they get these few things done, and this is one of them that they're just cashing in on year after year. I think they're going to cash in on it again this year, and it's going to be all signs point to OU losing that game. You know, it's just everything's lining up to that. Yeah. You guys are bound to lose uh, this year. My thing is Lincoln Riley usually has his team ready to play on the road. I think he's only lost like two or three road games his whole entire career at OU, uh, one of those being at K-State two years ago. Um, but uh, the big thing is there's the starting quarterback, Skylar Thompson is, it uh, looks like he's not going to play, not going to be ready to come back. Uh, and that's who really has killed OU the last two years playing them. Um, I, I'd still, you gotta be nervous about this game. If you're an OU fan, you have to be, there's hundred percent. You, you, you can't be going into this game thinking, oh yeah, OU's just going to go out and dominate. You have to be nervous. No, you got, it's, it's such a, it's such a, like, this is the one game the last two years that you guys have been like, no, nah, this is a lock where, where each and every time the last two years, it's just, you guys lose. And, the, and it's finally yeah. like, all right, is this going to be, is this a thing that happens to us now? Like, like Jake always says, Texas always has trouble with OSU. It's the one team that they just absolutely struggle with for some reason, but they, they can put up with you guys. They can, you know, they can shove Texas tech down uh, throats down there. Whatever, you know what I'm saying? K-State might be that for you guys, you know, and they they might be that mediocre team that's just going to beat you year after year. You might get one here and there, but they're going to beat you year after year as long as Chris Kleiman's there. No, and it's been that way ever since uh, Snyder took over back in, I don't know, was like the 80s or 90s, uh, whenever he took over. It kind of has been like, not a rivalry, but it's been a good like game every single year. Um, I think I remember one year OU went up and beat him like 55 to nothing. But other than that, it's been, you know, a close game every single year. Jake, what are your thoughts on that game going into this weekend? Because that's like I just mentioned, you you usually compare yourselves to Texas. And I, I see Kansas State becoming that for OU. Yeah, I mean, you know, you guys said it, the obvious things, the 0 and 2, Kleinman, he always draws some stuff up. We kind of saw the little second half of our game of, they're like almost like, okay, OU's next week. Time to like run some some of these little tricky plays that that eye formation is dangerous that they have. But um, you know, it, it's it's gonna be a tough game. I'm not gonna say too much because I'm gonna save it for there they might be in my picks. So I might have a little juicy stuff at the end of this at the segment. Uh, but so stick around uh, and listen. So yeah, stick around for that. But yeah, I mean, obviously, it's kind of like what happened with the Dolphins when they beat the Patriots twice and they went like two and 14, you know, it's like <laughs> they just got destroyed by everybody and then they beat the Patriots twice and it didn't make any sense. So I, I think it's it's that kind of scenario. I It makes me nervous. I think uh, it's either going to be a K-State win or I think uh, this is the chance for OU to really open things up because that secondary last week was not looking good. There was a lot of open receivers downfield. So, I still have we'll, nightmares we'll of those happens. damn slant routes. Those were the the worst. <laughs> if it wasn't for those slant routes, everything would have been fine. 
It's just they left the middle of the field open so bad against West Virginia. It, it was terrible. Dude, West Virginia money line six plus six sixty almost fucking hit. But at least I took them. <laughs> I also took them. Uh, well, actually, they were one of my picks last week, and I went two and one. Actually, we'll go around. Might as well go around and tell everyone, you know, what you went. I went two and one. West Virginia uh, hit. I can't remember. Notre Dame. I think I had Notre No, NC State. I had NC State uh, covering Clemson, I think. Anyway, I went two and one. Uh, that, Preston, you talk about your picks, Jake, and then I want to get into some of these past weekend's games because I'm ready to yeah. talk about them. Uh, obviously, I was an idiot and took Oklahoma minus 16 and a half versus West Virginia. That one missed terribly. I think there was barely 16 and a half points scored the whole entire game. Uh, I took Bama versus Southern Miss over 58. That hit. And then I took OSU minus six versus K-State and that hit. So I went two and one. So not too bad. Uh, if I wouldn't have been a homer on one pick, then I probably could have went three and no, but it is what it is. So you're, what's your record overall? Uh, seven and six. Seven and six. Yeah, I'm eight and seven. Jake, what'd you go? Because I know you're three and so, six overall. Yeah, so I... I <laughs> hit two i did we all did the same i went two and one so five and seven so i'm five and seven overall but uh i had game day wisconsin minus six that blew up in my face a little bit bro obviously real quick that's one of the games i want to talk about real quick that that is i hate that for wisconsin that score box score looks so bad for wisconsin because they got 31 points in the final 14 minutes and like two of those touchdowns were such bogus like uh yeah chain of events that like that score does wisconsin dirty it does them dirty so i just had to get that out there yeah absolutely i i I got hosed on that pick but i did pick west virginia obviously we talked about that game and another game that you chirped me on twitter about i took lsu minus two and a half versus mississippi state (laughs) and that ended up being good I, as soon as soon as I said like, well, fucking Mississippi State sucks. Like they're not, they're getting, <laughs> blown. they fucking make a comeback. And I was like, I almost wanted to say something, uh, tweet something out. Like, damn, they're making a comeback. Maybe they could do this. And your buddy, I think Preston, tweeted at me, and and I was like, yeah, I guess. You know, I'm sorry, I kinda. <laughs> and and then they started coming back, and I was like, oh, I might have a chance to say clap back at these guys. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, Jake, I had to tell you to shut up because you just drank. You, I mean, that Jake, you went. It's almost like you sat there and then we're, we're like, ah, well, we'll see how the pl- game plays out. And then you, as soon as you felt comfortable with that game being done, you were like, see that game? No, I'm still, yeah, I am comfortable. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, shut up. Um, But yeah, that, <clears throat> that game was crazy. Uh, the, the Arkansas game. I just feel game, like Coach O is, there's so much pressure on O to perform of that. If, if you start losing games like this, like, the hot seat starts becoming an inferno. Yeah. And, and you might and, lose your job quick. And you're right. I mean, I think this whole season is kind of like, is the hot seat going to be for real for Coach O or not? Because, like, he might be able to skate by with it being a little warm, but if, it, if they yeah. turn that bitch up, if he would have lost, they would have turned – I mean, it would have had yeah. to, right? Because it's just been yeah. – it's already been there out in the open. Um, I want to – shout out freaking Kenny out in North Carolina. Uh, if you know, you know who I'm talking about. If you see this NC state beating Clemson, I met, I was out in North Carolina with my girlfriend this past summer, met this guy and just talking sports. And I was like, dude, if North, I was like, I want like three things this season to happen. North Carolina state beating Clemson was one of them. I was like, dude, if you could just fucking like throw some good juju out and get them a win. That'd be great. And they took them to overtime and got a win. Uh, I was able to get North Carolina state, like at the last few minutes of the fourth quarter, or actually it was right after the fourth quarter before the overtime started, I was able to pick up North Carolina state for like plus one seventy five. That was the easiest thing. I like you, you knew North, they almost, they almost fucked themselves at the end, but once well, it went that to- Clemson receiver, he didn't even try to catch that ball in the end zone on that final no, play. Exactly. Like he could, so, I think he could have caught that and he just basically just let it drop. And I was like, what the hell are we doing? Yeah. And, and once it went to overtime, it was like, I knew Clemson would win. I, I just, I felt it in my gut. I was like, they're going to win this game. It's almost how I feel for OU this weekend. Like you guys have been struggling enough where you got to lose <clears throat> it, for Ohio state that happened against Oregon. We, we lost to our ranked team. I don't know. Is Kansas state ranked this week? <laughs> 
No, I, they were no. last week when we Doesn't, played them. They were, won't but matter. we won't dropped matter. them out. Won't matter. Uh, so I, that's how I feel for OU is like, I just feel like this is a game where you're going to, it's just, you're bound to lose. Clemson was bound to lose. I know they lost against Georgia, but that was such a close game. And that was such a great game. They're just bound to lose again. It, I just felt it. And so I had to take North Carolina state. Um, Auburn. I wanted to put this game out there. Auburn nearly got beat by Georgia state, which is pathetic. Yeah. It's the same, same as Wisconsin, that box score is showing a terrible uh, side for Notre Dame against Wisconsin. Nor- Georgia state got did dirty because they let up two touchdowns in the final 45 seconds and Auburn beat them 34, 24. Georgia state was winning that game all the way up till the last 45 seconds. So shout out Georgia state. I mean, I've never even, I don't even think I ever knew they were like an FBS team. I don't even know if they are, but they took Auburn to the freaking last little bit there. Wanted to give them a shout out. Uh, and if you yeah, guys and there, I, that, I think their coach got canned after that too. I'm pretty sure at Georgia state. Really? I know yeah. it was either Georgia state or Georgia Southern, a player. Yeah, I, I, one of the two. Jumped yeah. Up on the, did you see the one yeah. the player jumped up on the bus? I saw that on a, TikTok. He yeah. Got a freaking yeah. beer tossed up to him, shocking a beer. And then they su- suspended him for the next week. Yeah. That's such bullshit. No one even hears of this school. And he just got you like so many eyes on your school just from doing that, just from going viral. Like who knows, who knows? First who of all, who let that? him surf the bus anyways yeah, yeah that's yeah, how was, first how was that not that gonna person. get it yeah <laughs> that's like refs not yeah, being like, held accountable right i mean come on and so i wanted to shout out georgia state if you guys have any other games you want to shout out from the weekend i know shout out bach i, I feel bad for my buddy bach his team got fucking clobbered by fucking texas i mean that was just that hurts i i like felt pain for my buddy bach so shout out to you dude um if you yeah, guys jake texas, if you have any games you want to talk about uh, yeah, Preston, I want to talk about the Hogs, up. man. The Hogs oh, yeah, are playing yeah. down in Jerry World. It's funny how AM, you know, goes and talks all this shit on Texas about losing Arkansas and then uh, the cult known as the Aggies down there uh, in College Station ends up losing to the Hogs too there in Jerry World. So it's just a big uh, evolving circle of shit in the state of Texas when it For comes real. to football. For sure. And uh, I, I'm so glad to see it because I hate both of those schools with a passion. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm super happy for uh, Arkansas doing that. Beating Texas, obviously, everyone loves to see Texas lose. Everyone, If you're not a Longhorn fan, you love to see them lose. Um, and, and then A&M, just because they're weird. You know, they're weird. You just you just like to see them get beat. And so they are a cult, them get- and I will, I will take that. They're the biggest cult in college football, and no one can tell me otherwise. Yeah, and so, Jake, what were your thoughts on that game? Because I know you probably got a couple words. Oh, 100%. I totally agree with Preston, too. I think Texas is a little cultish. They have some weird traditions of, like, they burn candles at midnight and do some Preach weird things. Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But, yeah, A&M by a country mile is the biggest cult ever. I mean, the whole ring thing, the, like, it, there's just so many things about A&M. That the midnight crazy. yell, yeah. all that stuff. It's like. Come on, guys. They have like, leaders, like everything their fight song is from like a hundred years ago that they've never touched. It's, there's just a lot of things that is just super weird. But I did say last week that if Arkansas were to pull this game off, I'd be ready to call them legit. I think Arkansas is legit. And so, you know, getting that win the way that they did, like that was a, a great win. And we'll, we're interested to see. I think honestly, uh, shout out to Dylan. He told me to watch the uh, documentary. I haven't seen it yet, but apparently that Arkansas coach, there's a lot of crazy things about him and like how he loves his players and people just run through doors for him and stuff. And I mean, that He's has an to be Oklahoma the- product too from out in El Reno. So shout yeah. out to him. Oh, really? Yeah. Shout out to him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. That's so, not, where's that documentary? Cause I'm going to go watch it. Actually just let me know and maybe I'll put it in the link too. So everyone else can <laughs> yeah, go check it so, out. You know, um, We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens with Arkansas. I think it's one of the greatest turnarounds in college they sports. They have a I huge mean, test this weekend. And the next well, two you, weeks, you have they have think. Georgia this oh, week yeah, and then yeah. Ole Miss next week. It's it, Their yeah. schedule is crazy. If they make it, make it through this next two games, Arkansas does with the wins, then I think they'll be probably in the top four. They have to be. Yeah. I mean, you have 100%. to remember two, I mean, two be years ago. Georgia. Two years ago, they lost to North Texas 45-17. Like yeah. that was not that long ago that North Texas beat them and North Texas. I mean, I'm sorry, but it's one thing to lose North Texas, but they got the doors blown off by North <laughs> Texas. So to come from there 
to where they are now is unbelievable. That was kind of mean, Jake. Uh, you lose North Texas <laughs> by 40 points. I'm sorry, or 30 points, whatever. You lose to them by 30 points, and yeah, you I, deserve no, to get I back. think that's, that's mean horrible. to North Texas. <laughs> That's no, like Eli no Manning saying that that a court like assuming a quarterback's from Dartmouth because he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, but I, yeah think, no, I think the Arkansas fans, Fayetteville is a, a top notch college town out there in, in Arkansas, and they have some good fans out there, and it's just great to see Arkansas playing the way they are after you know. Sitting back when I was younger, watching the Darren McFadden years, yeah, uh, seeing them do all that, and now they're finally back to competing at a high level with a coach who seems to be to be good. I know I listened to him on uh, Pardon My Take a couple of weeks ago. Uh, he seems like an interesting guy, a cool guy. So, uh, shout out to Arkansas. Is absolutely uh, happy for them. I think I think this test with Georgia this weekend is going to be a huge thing. You know, I mean, they're a plus eighteen favorite. 18 and a half favor. I say that because I'm actually taking them. So, I mean, I'm just going to put that one out there right now. I'm taking Arkansas 18 and a half plus 18 and a half. Cause I thought about that one. I think they're, I think they're the real deal too. I think, uh, and like this, obviously this will tell, I mean, if they get, if they can't cover 18 and a half, we understand it'll be against Georgia. They're probably one of the best teams in a long time, but if they do cover it, then they're like legit, you know, they're fucking legit. Cause that Georgia defense is not for show. And so if, if Arkansas even puts up with them, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see how the rest of the season plays out. Cause if they can handle Georgia and then the following week, uh, beat Ole Miss, which is another top, you know, top 10, top 15 team. I don't know what they are this week. I think um, they're ranked number one offense in the country. Ole Miss. Yeah. I read that. Yeah, so if, if Arkansas, like even one, if Arkansas just crazy. puts up a fight with Georgia and then goes in next week, uh, to Ole, I don't know if they're at home or on the road, but even if they just beat or if they beat Ole Miss, they're going to be they're still going to be talked about as like a legit contender for the, you know the playoffs and definitely a bowl, so check a top out New York City bowl, bowl game. Check out this schedule this week at Georgia, next week at Ole Miss, the week after that versus Auburn at home. Auburn's two, Auburn's two top frost. twenty or three top twenty five matchups the next three weeks for Arkansas. So if There's they make no, it through that, uh, Auburn is ranked, aren't they? Yeah, they're twenty two right now. Uh, but then after Auburn, they get a, a basically a bye playing Arkansas Pine Bluff. Then they at home versus Mississippi State. Probably should be able to handle that one at LSU at Alabama. Um, so they have a pretty decent they wrap up schedule. the season with Bama. Well, they wrap up the yeah, season with Mizzou, but they have. Uh, well, this is Arkansas. They uh, oh, Arkansas. they right. play at Bama the uh, second to last week week of the uh, season. So that's tough. That That's going to be tough. Cause yeah. that's late in the season. That's Bama. Like they're ready to, you know, they're playoff ready, right? Basically right then that's going to be tough, but you know what I, Jake, I kind of agree. I think they are, you know, somewhat, the, this is going to be the real, the real test. I think next week we'll be able to say Arkansas is legit or they're not legit. Yeah. A damn freaking thing turned yeah. off. So it's going to be a real test. I think they are legit. I'm taking Arkansas 18 and a half. I don't know if any of you guys are taking that, but I am. Um, if there's not any other games you guys want to talk about, we'll just get right into our picks. And oh, shout yeah. out to Ohio State. I mean, they crushed Akron. So, I mean, good for them, I guess. As they uh, should. There's questionable, you know, decision-making – or not decision-making, but, like, is C.J. Stroud going to be starting again? I say keep him – start. I mean, keep starting him. I mean, let's just keep running this and see how he does. He hasn't really done anything too terrible, so let's just keep it going. Um and so, yeah, that's our three teams that we've talked about. I don't know if you guys want anything else before we get into our picks. If not, we'll get right into our picks before we talk about some NFL. Yep, I'm ready to go. Good. Jake, you go first. No, let me go last. Preston, go first. <laughs> All right, let me okay. go first because I've already got one out yeah. there. I got yeah. Arkansas right. 18 and a half plus 18 and a half at Georgia. I think, Jake, you said that that's game day. Yes. Uh, this next game, I was on one side, and right before the show, I went with what I knew was the correct decision. I I was going to take Michigan plus one against Wisconsin on the road at Wisconsin. I knew right before the show, I knew that, that I can't do that, and Wisconsin minus one. Uh, I don't know why I was going to take Michigan. Just for some reason, I was like Michigan plus one. That's kind of they might beat them. Wisconsin's coming off a tough loss. I can't do it. Wisconsin minus one. 
BYU, this might be the easiest one of the weekend. This is pretty much a lock. I mean, this is BYU eight and a half, minus eight and a half at Utah State. Utah State got their freaking doors beaten off. And then a basically a freaking uh, gripe pick or something like that, if you will. I'm taking Syracuse plus four, plus four and a half against Florida State. Fuck Florida State. Yeah, there you go. Uh, okay, so my picks, I lied to you guys. I'm definitely taking Arkansas plus 18 and a half over uh, Georgia. I think that one, it's a tough game. It's at Georgia, but like we mentioned, I, I like the Hogs this year. Um, I, I think, think 18 and a half it. is too much. Yeah, I think they can keep it within that. I, I, I think Vegas is kind of disrespecting Arkansas. If it was 10 and a half, um, I would have been questionable. You know? Yeah, no, for sure. And then another one I've taken just because the number... Uh, it's just one of those numbers that I feel like I have to jump on. It's Cincinnati minus two and a half versus Notre Dame. I just think that's one of those numbers that is so close that you just have to have to take that because um, that's just a field goal. So, so um, you take it, Cincy? Yeah, yeah. I would have I would have taken that one too if I picked that game. I was uh, I was thinking I was thinking Cincy as well. And then this one is probably the easiest pick that I'll have all year. I'm taking under 52 and a half on the OUK state game um, <laughs> because OU is not going to score any points. And I'm fairly confident that defense will be able to uh, hold K state to a low point total as well. So that's actually a good pick. I, I actually really like that pick Jake uh, on to you. You requested last. So you get the freaking. Yeah. So age, my man. It's going to be interesting. So I think the thing is, is Arkansas. I think all three of us picked Arkansas plus eighteen and a half. That's just a crazy spread for seeing how good Arkansas has been playing. And Georgia, yeah, like their defense is unbelievable, but their offense is always kind of good, but not great. We'll see how that works out. So Arkansas plus eighteen and a half. I always like to take a Thursday, Friday night game. That way, I can put a unit down and then catch my units on the back half. Yeah. So I'm taking Tulsa for minus four and a half versus Houston. That's a sketchy, super sketchy game. But, you know, I, I like Tulsa's defense. They've been playing good. Their record does not reflect how good Tulsa, I believe, is. I think it's the thing with OU. You know, everybody's the offensive line. But you have to understand that the brothers play for West Virginia. And that defensive line for West Virginia is one of the best in the country. And I, I believe the same with Tulsa. They have a couple all American on that D line and we'll see how Houston is, you know, so we'll, we'll see, we'll see about that game, but minus four and a half for Tulsa. Now I am currently in, in the shed and, and it's a little hot out here. So I have to take this off and, uh, you know, take <laughs> I was at the Oklahoma state game. I watched Skylar Thompson attend I watched him in pregame throw a couple balls. They looked great. I know Kleinman after the game said, well, it's not his arm, it's his leg that's hurt. But I believe Skylar Thompson will play against OU. So I'm taking K-State plus 10 and a half, and this should be the best, best pick. I, I called it last year and the year before that. Let's let's go three in a row. This pick has been beautiful for me on this show, and it's 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 come to fruition. Jake, I, well, love I hope it. that this ends this year. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, I love it. Since we already all have the Arkansas uh, game, I'm not going to ride with you on the K-State game. I would love to, though. But shout, I do want K-State to win. I got them. I'm repping that purple back here. I hope it comes through on the camera and through uh, this little stream. So because I am, I, I love K-State this weekend. I really think they're even going to win the damn thing. I might actually on the side, put some money on it uh, on my own for the money line. Cause I really do like just to know win. if OU pulls this off big, I'm shitting down both of y'all's throats next week. So hard. Hey, it, it can't be any worse <laughs> than my own team losing, but at least we lost to Oregon. Oregon's a top hey, three bro, team. Wor now. Worst case scenario, Kleinman's one and two, you know, yeah. <laughs> he's fair two enough, and one. You fair mean. Enough. Well, he'd be, yeah. Two and one. Yeah. He will be two and one. Oh, you'll be one and two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that's our, that's our picks. Um, we'll just get right into the NFL here. All right, let's get right into it. Uh, as you can see, we had to take a break real quick. We had to switch stuff up. Uh, and let's talk NFL. Preston, have the floor. Jake, I know you. We had to hot. We had to cut. Your hot mic. You weren't. You were opening the show right. We weren't getting back into it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Preston, real quick, go on. Or actually, Jake, finish what you're saying. Then Preston, floor is yours. 
uh, like I said, you know, with the NFL talk, like I didn't watch much NFL this weekend. I watched the Ryder Cup. Team USA had to beat the world down, show who runs this world. So, you know, Ryder Cup was a big thing. I did watch a little bit of the NFL. Uh, basically, my main points of the NFL right now, I know that Denver was like a five-win total, I think. Like, you could bet five wins over under. We're undefeated at this point. Granted, <laughs> our opposing teams that we've played are a collective 0-9. So it's, <laughs> I don't know if we're going to go five and zero oh and then lose every game for the rest of the year or what's going to happen. But I will say shout out Preston, those chargers. Yeah. Preston yeah. Floor's yours. Chargers. You're Ooh, damn right. What a fucking win. All you Kansas city chief fans out there can suck my charger dick because we went into <laughs> Arrowhead and Justin Herbert threw all over the Kansas city chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, the next coming of Jesus Christ in a football Jersey. Turn the ball over when it mattered most. He can suck it. Kansas City can suck it. Let's go Chargers. You know what's crazy? I I saw since week, I think it was like since week 12 of last season, Patrick Mahomes has like a 77 quarterback rating, which is actually, it was like 15th. I think it was week week 14. Yeah. No, it wasn't the second worst. It was like the 15th or 20th ranked QBR, but it was like down there, you know, like if you think 30 quarterbacks. Uh, Yeah, maybe it was just like the top 20 and he was like the second out of that or something. I can actually, I I retweeted that. I can pull it up and get it for you. I mean, dude, a quarterback rating of 77. I know it's kind of a bogus stat in some ways, but like that's kind of bad. If you think about Patrick Mahomes, it was actually number 21 in the league. He's a 71.8 just above. Uh, the backup for the Broncos, Drew Locke, 71.3. Uh, not to, you know, s- number three in the league, 90.3 is Justin Herbert, but uh, you guys knew that anyways. So. <laughs> Since that time? Since week 14 last year. Dude, you know what I've been saying? I fucking, oh, you are going to be the bane of my existence because the Giants should have taken Justin Herbert and they didn't. I don't. I will never understand it. I will never understand it, but you are going to be the bane of my existence. And the thing is, is I know it and I respect it because the freaking, my light went out. The freaking Justin Herbert is a good quarterback. He's a great quarterback. Like it was, it's clear. It was clear. I don't know the giants, (laughs) you and the giants are the bane of my existence. This is like finally (laughs) the time where giants fan are, are starting to admit myself included. Like, yeah. We suck. Dude, we're a jo- like we're I, becoming a joke. We have the same record as the Jets over the last five years. That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. You're you're. I mean, it's ah. Uh, why dude, couldn't that, why couldn't they do one thing right? Just take Justin Herbert. No, Preston. Of course, the universe had to have it in existence where we'd end up meeting and having a podcast and a sports show together where now he's on the opposite side of me for how, how many years, 20 years is Justin Herbert and the way medicine's going, Justin Herbert's going to be playing for fucking 40 years at this point. He's going to break Tom Brady's record. Justin Herbert is going to be the future of the NFL. He is. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And I hate it. I hate it. I love it. I love it so much. Uh, Uh, I love it. So that I will say though, that's going to be an all time moment of, the second you start talking about the Giants, your light was like, absolutely not. You don't bring me into this. It just was like, I'm quit. Like, your light just was like, absolutely. The second it heard the word Giants, it was like, we're, we're out. Like, that's an <laughs> yeah, all-time one of, the, one of the best running backs of the generation just wasting away up there in New York. Uh, ugh. What a pitiful organization. Pitiful. I mean, Mara, the owner, got booed. Got booed at the at the Giants game because Eli was having some some ceremony and he got the the owner got booed. So shout out to the Detroit Lions. They also booed their owner, the Ford lady. Uh, they understand what they're doing to Calvin Johnson and they have a curse on them. So shout out to those fans booing the owners. Shout out to all fans booing the owners of the owner sucks. And guess what? New York Giants owner sucks. Yeah. And we need a whole hand up. I uh, they showed the Spanos family on the camera during the game Sunday. Uh, they're the Chargers owners. I gave them the double bird uh, because fuck them. The Chargers should still be in San Diego. You have Justin Herbert. Don't worry about where you're playing. <laughs> just matter. It just matters. Uh, he's on the field. And hey. boy, I'm like that took uh, that took energy out of me. Just thinking about the Giants, they lost to the Falcons. They, I I knew it was going to be a possibility, but the way they lost was just the Falcons. 
by a field yeah, I'm goal. I'm trying to find that final. Yeah, insane. 17 to 14. Yikes. Hey, but it's, to be fair, Daniel Jones was the passing leader for that game, 266 yards. And Saquon had a whopping 51 yards rushing. So, hey, the thing is, still, you know. I wish Danny it was Dines more did. Daniel Jones's fault because he's not that great. And we could have had Justin Herbert. <laughs> it's just they're so they're so they're so stupid but i have to fucking they're my they're my team i'm not like it's just how many more years I, at least i'm not a jet jets fan they're always going to be the worst because it's just like got the goddamn jets you know like they're the I'm worst the but we're fucking we're right we're going there at least we can we have a little bit recent history but it's it's getting back there, you know. It's a decade now. It's been a decade. We shot we shit on the Cowboys fans for being two decades uh with fucking short-term memory loss. We're about right there, you know, we're halfway there. And if we keep it up, we're gonna be we're gonna be calm Cowboys fans. Sad, depressed, and delusional. Yikes. We can't we're already sad and depressed. I do not want the Giants fan base to become delu- delusional. I know I'm not, I, I'm hand up. They suck. They fucking suck. They need to fucking they need to trade Saquon. I know that sucks to say they need to trade Saquon and just get picks and redo this whole thing, but they need to do that like with a new regime. They can't do it with the GM that's involved right now. The head coach, maybe they, Joe judge can stick around, but like they need a new regime. It's just not working up there. And Is Gettleman still start. the GM up there? Yeah. 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 So get them out, get them out. Uh, we got a big weekend yeah, but, coming uh, up another- this weekend. Well, and another thing I was going to mention that you mentioned earlier was that kick return in that um, Jacksonville-Arizona game. Jacksonville actually kept it close there for a little bit against uh, Arizona, who is one of the – I think Arizona's going to end up being one of the better teams in the league when it's all said and done. Um, and, you know, I mean, 31 to 19 was a final, but, I, you know, through half they they were clo- kept it close and into the third quarter, and then Arizona pulled, pulled away. Um I think Urban Meyer might just be a little in over his head there in Jacksonville. Yeah, you know, it's only a matter of time before USC brings him the bag. It yeah. really is. I mean, why? first off, if you're USC, you have the bag. He will go. You just need to bring it to oh, him. Oh, yeah. And he's going to – I mean, if they give him an offer that he can't turn down, he isn't going to turn it down because it's like – And guess what? Guess what? If he if he doesn't turn it down and he does go there, USC's back. Like they they are now a legit contender right off the bat, especially five years in or four years in. Once he has his recruits there, yeah, which I, was I think say, he give would it do a, Give it a couple of years on that, and and I would agree with you. But I don't think immediately they become a, a contender just because. Not like year one, not year yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Although I think it's possible. Although I think it's possible, but the second year he's there and definitely the third and fourth year continuously getting better. I mean, it's going to happen. I mean, if it happens like USC's legit and they will become even more legit as time goes on with him, obviously it's just, it's theoretical. If he doesn't go there, it's not going to happen. Yeah. But if he does, they're legit. Uh, but um, yeah, Jags there, they looked kind of good. I don't know if they're going to win at all this week. I do have a parlay where I need them to lose at least one more game because I have the Cincinnati Cincinnati Bengals uh, minus seven and a half in this parlay against well, them. So I do need and them the to NFL. Lose I don't know what their issue is was just giving us stinkers of Thursday night games because how many weeks in a row every single year do they give us like the worst game of the week on Thursday night where it's the only game on like this week it's Jacksonville at Cincinnati. No one wants to watch that game. I think it would, no. I, I think in terms of Jacksonville being bad, I think Cincinnati is actually good. I think they're going to be somewhat, you know, legit. I think they're going to be somewhat legit in terms of you know how they have been. I think they're going to be way better yeah. than people think. Uh, and so that's going to be fun to watch. So just if they can if they can do it, put a beating on Jacksonville, it'll be cool to watch. But if yeah, it's a, it turns if out it's a uh, shitty Jamar game, Chase. Yeah, turns out Jamar Chase is actually very good and can catch NFL footballs. So and he can catch he can catch passes from the guy that he was already catching passes from. Yeah. Uh, before, so he's already proven that he yeah. can catch that guy's ball uh, anytime it's thrown anywhere on the field as no matter what. Like he's just going to catch that damn ball. He's good. He's going to be great if they can get a line to like really solidify Joe Burrow's uh, protection, then that'll be great. Uh, what other games are? Going into this weekend, uh, fucking Brown. You know, you know, it's a real deal. Browns are Browns are fucking real deal this year. Yeah. I think this is the finally the year where, like, like, unless something happens crazy in the playoffs, like I think they're going to go to the AFC Championship, if not the Super Bowl. Yeah, and I, 
yeah, they, I mean, because is year two or three agents? with the new coach? Well, right. dude, the Wait. amount of free Jake. agents they have. Yeah. Like they, they have something insane this year. And then like, they have like 20 something free agents this year. And then like another 20 next year. So yeah. it's like in two yeah, years, the whole team is like gone. Basically. This is the end of Baker's contract this year or the next year. Um, I don't know. I'm not I don't sure. Know, but I, I, mean, I they, can't remember they, how long rookie contracts are. They solidified Jadavian Clowney this past offseason. That was a huge pickup for their defense. I mean, that defense had nine sacks against my guy, Justin Fields, out there in the Bears, Bears land, Chicago land. I don't know what they're doing. Matt Nagy sucks. Uh, that was terrible to see Justin Fields get yeah. hit nine times. But that Brown team is the fucking real deal. I mean, that defense is unreal. That defense is like a de- what you sh- what you think. Arizona would be with JJ Watt and uh, you know, what's, what's the other guy, everyone else on that defense. Yeah. They're the real deal. I can't remember who I was thinking of, but they're the real deal. Baker Mayfield's legit Odell's. I mean, I know Jarvis Landry was out this past weekend. If he can get healthy and Odell and him can be on the field at the same time. I mean, they're just going to be lethal because they're already lethal. If only one of them's on there, I just yeah. think the Browns are finally, this is like the year where, you know, it's all, it's, them Browns, they're Browns gonna Browns. I think this is year where the Browns come out of their shell and become like the Browns that we want them to be. Everyone wants them to be. They've been the underdog for so long. I think they're finally like the favorite. Yeah, and then another interesting game that I'm uh, interested in watching is Baltimore at Denver. Just to see if Denver is a real deal this year. I know their defense is good. Uh, can Teddy Bridgewater, you know, put it together against a good opponent? I think that'll be an interesting game to watch. Uh, because Jake, if Denver ends up on Teddy Bridgewater, uh, yeah, I mean it's difficult week in week out when you got to put your faith in Teddy Two Gloves <laughs> and watch the fucking chosen one, <laughs> Drew Locke, be sitting on the bench like, uh, I don't know what's happening, but it's like it's kind of like, like your it. parents <laughs> fighting and you're like in the other room and you're like maybe two Christmases, I don't know, we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, Jake, you you've never been a supporter of Teddy Two Gloves. You've always dogged on him. I don't think I have receipts on the show shows past, but off off the I record, didn't hate, you've dogged on them. I didn't hate Teddy when he played at Louisville, and then he took one massive hit when he played like Florida, and then it just kind of went downhill for me from there. I mean, Teddy's playing good. And like I said, we were projected to be terrible, and right now we're undefeated. So it's a weird yeah we're kind of in this Goldilocks zone of like, maybe we are good. But you know, that, that whole, I was actually trying to mention it earlier, that AFC West, I mean, with Kansas city sitting at two and two bottom of the division and the favorite to come out. Uh, of that excuse division. me. They're, they're one, one and two, sir. Or one and two, one and two, whatever. I mean, they're fucking two <laughs> losses. They're at the bottom of that division, basically. Uh, the Raiders though, Raiders look legit. Um, Raiders look legit. I, they're more nah. legit than the Broncos. Let's see. The Raiders are one of those teams every year. They, they're they going to start good, and towards the end of the year, they're just going to suck ass, and then everyone's going to remember, oh, yeah, they are the Raiders. They are the real Their deal right now, isn't though. any good. Well, they got, a, they got a big matchup coming up uh, this Monday night, so we'll see about that one uh, as they uh, travel to Los Angeles in a division matchup, so... Do you think uh do you think it's gonna be a close game? Yeah, I think it will be just because the, the Chargers What's run the defense. Oh, let's see. I, I can look at that. Well, another, right here. another big game is the uh Tampa Bay Buccaneers going up to New England. Tom Brady's first return to New England. Yeah. Uh, you know, Belichick with that new quarterback, young quarterback. That's the next that's Tom Brady 2.0. Uh it you got that spread. I, it's not on the ESPN not, website. Not on there. Uh, yeah. It's whatever, but do you think it's going to be like a field goal? Or touch yeah, something like that. Game? I mean, yeah, uh, just because the Chargers run defense ha- has not been uh, up to par this season. Uh, and if a healthy Josh Jacobs, he, he should be able to to do good. And it also depends if uh, Brian Balaga is able to play uh, on the offensive line because Storm Norton, bless his soul, the dude can't block a cold from coming in. Um, it, it's terrible, but you know th- that offense is going to get theirs. They've proven it. They're going to get theirs. It's just a matter of can that defense stop uh, Derek Carr and, and the Raiders? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, the Bucks and 
New England Nets sun, Sunday night football. That's going to be an awesome game. The, the You forget it's also a return game for Gronk as well. Yeah, Gronk too. Yeah, both of them. Uh, that's a huge thing. I think it's a it's going to be fun to see like the hype for it, if you will, you know, leading into yeah. the game. That's fun to watch. I, I've seen a couple clips come out that are hyping it up, Those and they're fun. Shout out Boston Connor on the Pat Mack show. He tweeted out something. He's like, I can't handle this. And that video was fucking like to see from a non-Patriots fan, knowing how a Patriots fan must feel, it's funny to watch and it's fun to see them squirm, you know, in their in their little boots. Um, but that's a that's a. And I'm glad game. that got put on a Sunday nights, or you know, even if it would have got put on a Monday night, I'm, I'm glad it got put on by itself, so that we can see. Because I'm sure New England has some stuff planned for uh, Tom Brady coming back and all that, so that'll be interesting to see on yeah. Sunday night. I agree hundred um, percent. I want to, I want to throw out the parlay I'm doing this weekend. I'm, I'm going to work on something with this show. I'm going to toss out parlays that I'm doing. Uh, I was thinking of naming it rabid rabbit hole parlay or something or rabbit hole parlay. So if you got, if you got any uh, ideas out there, let me know on Twitter at the Bakers here, rabbit pole, rabbit hole parlay or rabbit parlay or something like that. Uh, I'll just do a parlay. They have to be three or more underdogs on there or 75%. I think I told you guys, uh, 75% underdogs. I don't know if I did 75% underdogs on this one, because this is a parlay I just created, but going forward, it's going to be a 75% underdog parlay. So this is not a rabbit. This is not a rabbit hole parlay. This is just a different one, but let's do uh let's go next week. Let's do a rabbit hole parlay of, 75% or more dogs. It doesn't have to be, it's not going to be for the show's record. So 75% dogs. So three out of four picks. You just want to do that NFL only and do picks for college football? Uh, Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Rabbit hole parlays for NFL. We're not going to do a record. It's not competition. We're just going to see how it goes and, you know, see if we can get some yeah. uh, traction on like Twitter and see if other people want to join in on doing this. You know, do if you want to do four picks, do four. Three of the four have to be dogs. So they have to be, you know, plus five or plus money line on the yeah. spread. Uh, if you want to do 10 and seven of them are or yeah, seven of them, I, I guess eight of them are dogs. If you want to do 20 picks, so on and so forth, just 75 ish percent. Um, Majority dogs. Yeah. Let's do majority dogs and parlay whatever you want together for NFL picks. Let's do that at going into next week. There'll be a fun way to introduce a segment to this. And I also got another yeah. segment I want to do after I tell you guys what these picks are. I got Cincinnati <laughs> minus seven and a half against the Jags. I got uh, Detroit plus three. I think they're, I think they're going to be a team that takes most of their games right down to the wire, but they're just never going to win any of them. Uh, they're against Chicago. And that's why I'm taking them. Yeah, I say which Chicago sucks. Yeah, who knows what's going to happen with Chicago? He's going to be starting at quarterback. 100%. Exactly. So I got them. Titans minus seven and a half against the Jets. You just take, if the Jets are playing, you just take the op, you just fade the Jets. It's the easiest thing. Uh, Browns one and a half, minus one and a half against Minnesota. I think Browns are going to blow them out by 10. Uh, Denver. Yeah, that seems like a small number. Yeah, it's, I mean, I would have understood, I would have understood like three and a half or five and a half. But one and a half for the Browns, that's kind of disrespectful. I know Minnesota took uh, Arizona down to the wire, but I think the Browns are just a totally different team than Arizona. I think the Browns are just – they're explosive. They're the real deal. That defensive line is insane. Uh, it's going to be an awesome matchup with Delvin Cook, though. Yeah. Denver one and a half, one against Baltimore. Packers minus seven against Pittsburgh. I think Packers win that game uh, easily. I don't think Pitt's great. I, I don't know if uh, T.J. Watt is playing. Buccaneers minus six against New England Panthers plus five and a half against Dallas. Shout out Joe. Uh, and that's, that's the parlay I'm doing that. I don't remember what the plus, you know, whatever it was, but that's a 18 parlay. I think it is 18 parlay and we'll see what we do, we're doing. So next week we'll do a rabid, rabid, rabbit hole, parlay, rabbit hole, parlay, rabbit parlay, whatever we're I'm going to put out a poll of those three, I think, or if you guys have ideas, uh, let me know. And especially okay. you guys watching and listening. If you guys have ideas, hit me up on Twitter at the bake is here at rabbit rabbit hole. Let me know what you think uh, we should do for this hashtag or this, you know, this kind of a chain bet for this NFL segment we're going to do. Let me know what you guys think. And another idea I have with the NBA season coming right around the corner is doing, I'm going to do a pick every night of the OKC Thunder or every OKC Thunder game. I'm going to either pick the spread, I'm going to either pick the money line, or I'm going to pick uh, the over-under. Or I might do uh, two of those three. 
Well, I'm going to pick a pick for every game of the OKC Thunder game. I might not pick them to win or anything. Yeah. But I'm just going to pick each of their games. And I think it's going to be like Thunder uh, Thunder picks or something. I'll, I'll create another hashtag for that. We'll do a segment for that. If you guys want to join in on that, you're more than welcome to. Uh, whether it just be on Twitter, tweeting it out, or doing a video or something. I'm probably going to do a video every day. Uh, whether it be on Instagram, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. It's work in yeah, the okay. work in progress. You guys let me know what you want to see, but I'm definitely going to do an OKC Thunder pick every game this season. Uh, and do you guys want to talk about any more games for the NFL? Uh, I do kind of want to mention that uh, Big Ben is basically needs to retire like a year ago. Yeah. I will say that I have a buddy that's a Steelers fan and I have some family that are Steelers fans. And I've been trying to tell them for a few years now that big Ben is trash. They haven't believed me, but I think I might be able to get him to come around after uh, the first three weeks of this season, because that dude is awful. Um, he needs to just hop on his motorcycle and ride off into the sunset. I think they're scared because you know who they have in backup. Right. And they don't want to go oh, yeah. there just yet. And uh, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. Jake, would you? I mean, I'd go Mason Rudolph, but <laughs> that's just me. All right. Well, you might be the only one in America that thinks that, Jake. You really might. Uh, so I don't know what the Patriots or I don't know what the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to do. They that they they got to figure something out because they're just not going to win any games uh, if TJ Watt's not playing and if that defense isn't performing because that offense really hasn't done much, which is surprising. Najee Harris. You'd think he'd have, I don't actually know his stats, but they're not winning. And you'd think with Pittsburgh Steelers, they'd be winning by winning and uh, running and defense. And they're just not. So I don't know about them. Jets, they suck. Panthers, I don't know. Are they, are they real? Like Panthers might be fucking around. Saints kind of suck. I I think I saw Mintz, Barcelona Mincy say that he thinks the, the giants are going to beat the saints. That was either Mintz or, Someone I was watching some show earlier, and so I don't know. We'll see. I don't know if the Saints are real. I want to say one thing too about uh, how long do you think it'll take Philadelphia to figure out that Jalen Hurts can't throw a deep ball? Uh, I think I think this week, I think this past week, they figured it out. I think against Dallas, they figured it out. Uh, that was they the have, game. Uh, they have Kansas City this week, so we shall see on that. But I mean, hey, look. I've been on the uh, Jalen Hurts is no good train since he stepped foot on campus in Norman. Um, he like he can control the offense, but he's not going to go out there and light you up deep downfield. He can complete the short stuff. He can run the ball, but he's not going to go out there and throw the ball way downfield like these teams are wanting to do these days. He's just not an NFL quarterback. He's good, yeah. good college quarterback, but maybe not. And I great, think that's great college like- quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's kind of the thing where back to the college football where OU is currently sitting of with Caleb Williams. I think we've seen enough of, to, of Caleb Williams that we know Caleb can run the ball. We just don't yeah. know if he can throw the ball like Spencer Radler. So same, I, got one more, thing, but. I got one more question for you guys, and then we're going to wrap up this show. Uh, it's kind of mainly for you, Preston, but Jake, I want to get your take on this. I had this thought today before the show is – is Lincoln Riley a polished Tom Herman? Is he like, is no. he ever going to accomplish anything at OU? I mean, he's made it to the playoffs. What playoffs every year, but, but two, I mean, yeah, how many other coaches? Anything. Well, yeah, but there's four coaches every year that make it to the playoffs. And besides Dabo Sweeney, Lincoln, Nick Lincoln Saban, Riley, and oh, Dabo Sweeney, Clemson's done. Clemson's agreed. Done. Yeah. OU's but, I mean, done look, if they lose Kansas. You have to sit here and think also like <laughs> recruiting wise, Lincoln Riley has a top class for 23 right now. He's got like four or five stars already on board for the 23 class. Like, yeah, right now the offense is sputtering and that's kind of his deal. But the defense right now is better than it's been in 12 years, something like that, since probably 2008. Jake, correct me if I'm wrong, but I've heard this from another fan base before, uh, and they usually say since 2007 or so. So it's not, I mean, this is exact. It's the same blueprint for Texas, but just polished. You guys just are like a little echelon above because Lincoln Riley inherited that team, and then now all of a sudden it's his team. It's his all of his team play, all of his recruits, 
and they're kind of not really do. They're kind of struggling now. Huh? I mean, you tell me, Jake, yeah. I want your take. I on. mean, it did well. And I, I really like the take of like for years and years, we've heard like, Oh, Lincoln's the quarterback whisper. Oh, he's the quarterback whisper. All these quarterbacks. Well, it's like, well, I don't know anymore. I mean, I understand that Spencer Radler, number one recruit in the country. He's got the arm strength, but right now he's not looking like, you know, the Baker Mayfield, the, I think all of those quarterbacks honestly came really from Kingsbury. I think that Lincoln Riley is closer to a Kingsbury ish kind of person. But the thing is, is that it's, it's kind of like Mike Leach Kingsbury, anything like that. But the thing that Lincoln has got going for him is you're at a five-star blue blood program getting five-star recruits. I mean, you take Mike Leach and put him at Alabama or Florida or, LSU or USC or something and see what happens with him. You know, he's always been a dog, always in a trash city, getting three-star recruits. So the thing is, is I I believe that Lincoln is closer to that. I think he's calmed down a lot of his stuff because the defense prowess, you know, you have to play what you have, but you know, I, I find it interesting that all these people come out and were praising Lincoln so early in his career and all these quarterbacks that were transferred in, and then now he's got his golden boy, the dude that he's risen up from the ground and he's not playing well, but we'll, we'll see what happens with Lincoln. I mean, I, I, I still think as of right now, there's not too many coaches better that they could really get. You don't want to fall into a situation like where, uh, like the thing is like shark at Texas. I think shark's a good coach too, but shark could take a big risk, you know? Shark could fall off very fast. I, it's it's one of those. Back to the question, though, Jake, real quick: Is Lincoln Riley a polished Tom Herman, or just a polished any Texas coach? Honestly, I think Tom Herman. Yeah, polished Tom Herman. He's a little bit better than Tom Herman. I think here's the thing too: is a lot of people will trash Tom Herman, but Tom Herman was successful for most of his career. At, at Houston, he was very successful. He came into Texas in that tox, toxic culture and kind of eroded everything. But Texas was still – the thing about Texas is that it just doesn't make sense. Up is down, down is up. Two is two is five. It doesn't – none of it makes sense. You have the highest recruiting class. They have everything going for you. One week, you blow out Texas Tech by 70 or you blow out rice and then you just get stomped on these games that it doesn't make any sense. It's, it's, it's the strangest thing in the world where Texas is the hottest and coldest team, but we will see this year coming up the red river game, Texas versus OU will be very interesting. Yeah, it will be Preston, real quick. You want any comments on the Tom uh, Lincoln rallies, polished Tom Herman. You want any final comments and I'm going to wrap this show up before we get kicked off of here. Yeah, what what I'll say is that um, Texas, basically, as a history, they're not as stable as what OU is. And I I think that also plays into Lincoln Riley being, you know, who he is. And your point on him being a a Kingsbury slash Leach, uh, agree to it to an extent. Lincoln Riley does run the ball more than those guys. Lincoln Riley's more of a 50-50 type guy when it comes to running and passing. Um, except this year, God knows why. It's the offensive line more than likely. But um, I, I don't know. I mean, I personally, obviously, I'm a fan of OU. I think Lincoln Riley, there's nothing wrong. But, you know, other people have their own opinions. It is what it is, right? Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, real quick, give everyone your picks again from, <clears throat> excuse me, your picks again from college football. I'm going to go first. Arkansas plus 18 and a half. Wisconsin minus one. BYU eight and a half, uh, minus eight and a half. And Syracuse plus four and a half. That's my four picks. I think I'm going to go three and I definitely get one week, uh, one win. I think BYU's lock. Uh, Jake, go ahead. Uh, you know, obviously, I think all of us, we had Arkansas plus 18 and a half. Tulsa minus four and a half. And then obviously the K state plus 10 and a half. I think I'm going to go one and two. I think Kansas state's going to hit the other two a little sketchy more, more confident about this than any other pick. Uh, Preston. 
Yeah, uh, again, like you said, everyone had Arkansas plus 18 and a half. I had Cincy minus 2.5 versus Notre Dame. I just think that line is too small not to bet on. Uh, Then this one, if I had to lock a pick, I would lock this one under 52 and a half OU versus K-State. I think the Sooners get it done, but you know me, I'm an OU fan, so I'm never going to pick the Sooners to lose, so... Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, do the whole nine yards, follow us on Twitter. Like I said, let us know what you want us to use for that hashtag or for that segment, uh, rabid parlay, rabbit hole parlay, whatever it is for the NFL segments. Let us know what your picks are. Let us know if Pitt State won, my guy. Uh, and until next week, follow us on Twitter, actually. Follow us on Twitter at the Big Seer, at Press School 405, at Jake Cart. Jake, you did a great job opening the show. I'm closing it out. Till next week. See you.